0: I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding.
1: Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Cerna.
0: And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition.
1: This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way.
0: Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown.
1: Welcome to episode 100 of the Bridal Breakdown.
0: Yes, that's crazy.
1: That is crazy. We have done 100 episodes. Yeah, like that triple digits.
0: Yeah, that's that's a big deal. It's really cool when you think about it that way. That, I mean, we've had 100 pieces of free content out there into the world for couples planning their wedding. And then we have a moment right now where Chris is a dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ellie just popped in. She was asking me if she's not possible. So uh, I, I, the only way I noticed her is because I saw her in the live stream.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so the average, there are millions of podcasts, millions. And the average number that people get up to is seven. Like after seven, I think it's something like ninety something crazy, like 90% of podcasts stop after episode seven. And the fact that we've made it to a hundred, I would love to know the amount of podcasts that go a hundred episodes. Yeah. Um, It's probably not that long. So we are forever grateful for each and every one of you guys. And uh, and man, we're going to keep trucking uh, for as long as this is fruitful for our lives, fulfilling for our lives. uh, And it just fills our cup. So
0: yeah, it's really great it does fill our cup and when it stops filling our cup that is probably when we'll reevaluate things but speaking of filling our cups yes today we are talking about a new mantra that i've established in my life this week and i feel like there's always something new so there you? is
1: today's today's episode is not going to be wedding related no it's going to be more of us talking about exactly what ashley just said this new mantra uh, maybe kind of a mental health episode, yeah. kind of a more personal new mantra thing. So yeah,
0: it could help you if you're in a stage in your life where you're feeling overwhelmed or a comparison. I think it could help with a lot of things, honestly. But yes, I have just been being pulled to simplify, and Ooh. I haven't known what this meant for me. I even spent all weekend with my business partner. We were out of town for a wedding. And I've, if I'm going to be completely open and transparent, which I guess I'm not going to be completely open and transparent, but I will be kind of transparent. I'll you be open be, someday. But if
1: like transparent is like zero opacity, you're going to be like 75.
0: Y- yeah. I'm not <laughs> going to be super transparent yet. Someday. Someday I'll let you guys know what's going on. But... I've been struggling mentally at the moment. I've been going through some stuff personally with my personal own circle being self. And I've been having to just go through some mental hula hoops and navigate a lot and still be a functional human being who works and goes through stuff. And I think that that's a lot of people go through stuff and still have to be okay and I think that's sometimes the hardest part about when you're going through stuff is having to still show up and be okay and pretend that you're not going through something you Man, know
1: and that's the heart that's so hard
0: it really you is have
1: to continue to show up and it's like you're going through something and not everyone you know a lot of people wear their hearts on their sleeves and so yeah. it's really difficult to yeah. do that in in today's day and age it's like We've grown so accustomed to putting on a front Yes, that it's okay to not be okay, but it doesn't feel like it is okay
0: to no, be okay. No, it definitely doesn't. Ashley and I talked a lot. So we went out of town and going out of town was really getting to me um, as well. And it was just like another layer of something. And also on another note, I have a food sensitivity. I um, struggle with gluten. I think I've probably talked about this early, early, early on in the podcast, but yeah, Going to weddings, so here's like just a random wedding tip. If you can have your caterers or – I don't know if this is something that you can do. A lot of people have sensitivities. And when you go to like a restaurant, there's a menu, and it'll say like G for gluten-free or V for vegan or N for nuts. And that is so helpful for people to know when they can or can't have something. And having to track down their waiter – to say, like, hey, do you know if there's gluten in this? And nobody ever know. A lot of people don't even know what gluten is. <laughs> right. And, and so I feel bad having to ask. So lately, I've just been leaving the wedding and like running to the closest something to get something. Oh, no to eat. way. Really? I've been having, yeah, because I had a couple of times when they told me that it was gluten free.
1: And it's like wrecked you.
0: It's wrecked me to the point that I've had to like leave the reception, go into the car, and just lay in the dark car in utter pain for like an hour. And oh, no, thankfully the other Ashley's there. She's also like the lead shooter, so yeah, it's fu- she's always like go because I can't Dude, that's I can't still, function. So, tough, man. so lately, she's rather I like leave for you know twenty thirty minutes because I have to drive somewhere and drive back, and I eat while I'm driving. And then I get back and I'm good to go and I'm not in pain. So she like rather I do that than go through the bus. So anyways, it's very helpful. Um, I think caterers just need to do this in general. That's their job. It should be their job. That's a side note. But going out of town stresses me out for food reasons. Oh, totally.
1: Yes, for sure. I 100% can understand that.
0: We were talking about – Ashley and I were talking about just things that – we wish were different. And we were talking about like social media and how it's a highlight reel, right? It's difficult for us to oh,
1: dude, come on, preach
0: like you can't, you, you don't want it to be your highlight reel, right? But you don't want to be shouting negative things from the rooftops either. Yeah. So
1: there are definitely, yes,
0: it's, it's a highlight reel without people intentionally making it. Like the only things that you want to post about are the happy things that are going on in your life. But then you sit there and wonder like, are other people struggling too? And we were talking about, you know, uh, mother's day, for example, like that can be really triggering for people who struggle with infertility or miscarriage yeah. and all that, th- that stuff. And then there's this balance of like, well, do you share mother's day? And like the, your, your viral baby bump Picture, like the, it's like share your yeah. baby bump, and then that shares, but then it triggers somebody, and like that just goes for so many different aspects of life, not just Mother's Day, right? Oh my like, gosh, what happy thing do you share that's also like triggering for somebody else?
1: Right, it's, it's like really it, difficult for every, but like there's there's a for every good thing in your life, there's someone maybe that in the world that's experiencing the, op- experiencing the opposite of you. Yeah, congratulations, you, I just got my new job. Let me celebrate it. Well, homeboy just lost his job. Yeah, you know, and it's like it, the, the constant pressure to be politically correct in all things. Yes, I suffer that for sure. To be the right amount of vulnerable, but not too vulnerable, but real, but not too real. Yes, but it's like, yeah, Your it it's realness weird, social social media is realness can make people
0: uncomfortable. A weird,
1: a weird animal. So you it guys is. are having this conversation, and yeah, you're talking well, about how you just wish it was different.
0: Yeah, and I've kind of been fixated on it for a little while. Of I don't know if it's social media. So, I don't know if anybody follows me but or like my business, but we have not been active for at least a month now. It's been about a month that we haven't been active. And it's mainly just been we are so busy. I can't breathe <laughs> at the moment yeah. and so social media is the last thing on my plate. I like want to be able to hit my deadline. For sure. Want to, you know, you want to show you have to show up to a certain extent in your life before you can show up on social media. So, yeah. that's been getting to me. So then, I watched a little movie that I have never seen before, and I okay. want to say it's from two thousand five. It might be before that. Honestly, Stomp the
1: Yard. Not kidding.
0: Stomp the Yard. <laughs> it, Drumline. Uh,
1: new cannons. Anyways. Oh
0: my gosh! It's definitely not 1995. I felt like that was way too late. Anyways, yeah. it's not 1995. Gotcha. Or uh, 2005. It's 1998. So when the I movie,
1: watched... this movie came out,
0: yes, Kay. I watched. You've got mail. You've got mail from 1998 with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Have I you ever seen ever this? Seen... movie? I don't know that
1: I've ever seen this movie.
0: Oh my gosh! So I'm on this like this kick of older movies. I like, I'm loving this nostalgic feeling. And I just watched Senior Year on Netflix with Rebel Wilson. Have you watched that yet?
1: No, but it is on our, it's gonna be our next date night. That Watch it,
0: watch it. Is it it. good? It was such a feel good. Like the whole first part of the movie is from 2002. So, I mean, all the nostalgic things for us, like millennials, yeah. Her, it's everywhere in the, her like Dude. 2002 bedroom. There's like boy band posters and like the way that we used to decorate our rooms. Also, we're so full of personality where now it's like must be Instagramable aesthetic where we used to like showcase who we were in our rooms, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: That's Is- so funny that you're talking about rooms. Lara and I just – we – Lara just spent actually the last three days rearranging pretty much our whole house, but especially our bedroom to be feng shui, like, to have the right energy. We're real big energy people. I think you guys are too. And our room has just felt chaotic. She did something that I never would, a layout that I ever would have thought. And it works and we have been sleeping so well, so much Weird. Yeah, But our room, there's definitely a pressure, like Lara feels the pressure to have our room be like Instagram worthy.
0: Yeah, when also like, who cares? I don't who gives
1: a who gives a shit.
0: But for some reason we do. It's like become a societal pressure thing. Like you see other people's rooms look like this, so our rooms should look similar. Yeah. But back in 2002, we didn't care. We picked rope light colors that we liked and I had blue walls and or I think <laughs> yes. I had purple walls and blue rope lights along the ceiling and like this just pictures
1: all on the wall.
0: Everywhere of things. I also had one collage wall at one point when I was in high school and they were like, my friends and I would draw pictures in class. Like we'd call each other, you know, those, those like snacks, the ho-hos.
1: Oh, the ho-hos. Okay. So yeah,
0: my best friend in high school, we called each other ho-ho and it was just, it was cute. It wasn't like, you're a ho. It was like, you're my ho-ho. Um, So anyways, my ho-ho, quote unquote, and I would constantly draw each other these just pictures. And my entire wall was filled with photo, not photos, notebook paper pictures that my friends and I all drew each other. And these are all that people had made for me. And I just think back to that. And it's like, why don't we do stuff like that anymore? Maybe not drawing pictures because we're not in high school with all this free time. But like, I even picture parents with kids and like they don't necessarily make collage walls of their kids artwork anymore. No. Instead, maybe you frame a few, but so they look good. It's just interesting, right?
1: It, yeah, it definitely, it's definitely a different time. Like the world is just a different place than it was back then. It's gotten more mature.
0: Yes, I like, agree.
1: The, the world feels more mature and feels like you can't be ridiculous it feels more buttoned up yes and dude i mean there's got to be a correlation like with the rise of social media and in feeling the need to like put your best foot forward all the time um but like i could not imagine being a kid in middle school now while like growing up and trying to figure out who i am but also like having to have this like here's who i really am and my mom and dad know who i am and my best friend knows who i am but i have this person that i i project that i am online. Like yeah. social media is, is a part of being a teenager. Yeah. Um, it's like super sad.
0: Yeah. You, there's not, it's very much keeping up with the Joneses. Like there's not as much expressing yourself. It feels like in, cause before nobody saw your bedroom, like nobody saw your parent, your parents' bedrooms. Like they yeah. just saw the. The living room when they came over, or your bedroom if they're friends with you and came over. But like the whole world didn't see your bedroom. So now when you decorate it, you're thinking about this is going to be posted on my stories, or you know it's just going to be seen. So I have to make sure that it's you know it's so much less personal. I feel yeah. so yeah,
1: it's super buttoned up. We had we had Emily in the in the comments. Oh, where did the comments go? She said that her husband refused to let her get white sheets because of their two dogs. He's right. But for some reason, I felt it necessary to have them because of social media.
0: Yes. And, and like me I, too. I can,
1: I can get that. Like when we, I, I feel a need to like, I, you know, I, I show up on our stories quite, maybe not as good as I could, but I mean. Oh, I we're on there do good. We're on there just doing, being personal, just doing like talking head stuff. But there was a need to like hey, we need to position our couch this way so that when we do this on social media, the light's being this way and the background's there and we won't record over there, but we can record over here. And it's this weird thing. And it's gotten like so ingrained in us that I don't know that we can ever go back to the way it was.
0: So I'm trying.
1: You're trying. This is where your your mantra comes in.
0: Yes. So I keep repeating to myself, live like you're in the 90s. and the 90s were an amazing time for me. I don't know if they were an amazing time okay, for you. Okay, so tell you. me
1: what, why they were an amazing time. They were well, for me too, but I want to hear it.
0: I was a child, right? So I was born in 1991. So every single year of the 90s were amazing for me. I love everything about my childhood. I know that not everybody can say the same thing, but I do feel like there is um, something about the 90s even if you ask like your parents or grandparents where life just felt pretty good overall, oh, like this was pre this terrorism. Like, right. Oh my
1: God. Yes. You're it's right. because When was that? That was like, uh, I, I was in fifth grade. How old are you in fifth grade?
0: Nine, 11. Oh, okay. Wait, I was it 2001. I want to say it was 2001. So
1: that was out of the nineties.
0: Yeah. I want to say it was 2001. Okay. Right.
1: So it's pre-terrorist. I just know it was nine
0: eleven, but I think it was two thousand one. Yeah, because oh, I think the twenty year anniversary just happened. Are you looking it up for yeah, sure? Fact check. Yeah. So I believe that was two thousand one. Two thousand one. Okay. Yeah. So it was pre. This is wow, a time 3, of
1: three thousand deaths. Anyways,
0: we're. I'm like we're going. Moving we're, we're moving turn. on. We're moving <laughs> Okay, on. okay, okay. So. Uh, it was pre that, like, everybody wore the Old Navy, you know.
1: The flag? Do you yes. remember the Old Navy flag? Yes. yes.
0: Like, we were all, like, <laughs> parents, kids. Like, we all wore that. We all wore the same flip-flops. Like, they were just. Dude,
1: Dude those Old Navy flip-flops sales went hard. Yeah. Dollar flip-flops.
0: Yes. The dollar flip-flops.
1: Dude.
0: So, they are just, like, all of Sweet these pea? things.
1: Do you remember Sweet Pea, the lotion?
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, from Black and like Body Works.
1: Someone someone busted that out the other day at a wedding that we were at, and Larry and I literally we smelled it and we like had a freak out. We we're like, oh my god, this smells like middle school. And it was just like a surge of emotions. It was yeah. nuts. We all lived the same childhood in the
0: night. No, we so did. It was incredible. It was inc- I can't even think of like other things that were going on in the world at the time, but it was I just feel like people were kind of united or like yeah. blissful, oh, sure. like you know, barbecues, like things were just different. And then the other thing about the nineties is that there was technology. It was a sweet spot where technology existed, but it didn't like technology didn't run us. I feel like right now technology runs us. We ran technology in the nineties. Like yeah. we still had computers and we still had internet, but it wasn't accessible to us all the time. It was You got online to check your email or your chat, like you got online to chat on AIM. And when you got on, it was intentional and with a purpose where now I get on because I'm having a moment of boredom. And it's like literally a moment. Like it's not even I've been bored for 15 minutes. Let's go log on to the computer and check our email or check the news because I've been bored for so long. It's I've been bored for half a second. So I click on my phone and I go type in Facebook and I scroll for 30 minutes and I'm on my phone for four hours and, you know, not four hours at once, but throughout the whole day, I'm yeah. scrolling damn, so man. mindlessly. I, Justin, I'm saying damn
1: because same, like I, I get it. Yeah, right.
0: Justin just said to me last night and he's not doing that what I'm doing, but he was like, he goes, whoa, and I just hear him, and I'm in my office, and I was like, what? And he said, it's just really weird after you're done scrolling, and you stop scrolling, and you realize that you've been scrolling, like, the state of mind that you're in when you come out of it, and you're like, where am I? Like, where Dude, did I it's, go?
1: It's kind of like sometimes, you know how, like, it's kind of scary thought, but like when you're driving, and you've been driving yes. for 15 minutes, and you're yes. like, <gasps> what the hell just how happened? did I get <laughs> here? I just got 15, like, what? It's we. It's a weird.
0: Absolutely. Thing. It's like
1: you wake up, like you wake up from this like comatose kind of state, like you're zombified. Dude, I would, I would be so interested to see like scans of people's brains, like in the '90s and and now, and just with the addiction and just you know, and you know, it's not good for us. And like everyone oh. knows, it's not good for us.
0: Okay. Yeah. On that note, before we get back to what I, um, you know, my mantra. Um, I just saw an article, uh, social media addiction. Let me see if I can find it really fast. Oh,
1: God. It's like, it was a California really bill.
0: Here it is. Seven hours ago. A California bill could allow parents to sue social media companies for up to 25000 if their children become addicted to the platforms.
1: What? California's
0: doing this? Yeah.
1: Whoa. That feels a little a little odd for California. They're kind of the oddest well, of the country.
0: So what it makes me think is that this is going to allow social media companies to be held light because, you know, they're trying to get us to use it, right? Like their goal is to keep us on as long as possible. So what this could do is hold accountability, like go back to the way it was, you know, even if you think of 2005, like, you know, that's not the 90s, but you got on, posted your... MySpace status and then kind of walked away. There was no, there wasn't a whole lot of scrolling. Like you weren't getting ads.
1: You know what would change everything? If cell phones went back to being purely phones. Yeah. That would change everything.
0: So that's what I've done.
1: So you got a dumb phone?
0: No. I just took off pretty much every app on my phone besides so like i still have safari so Uh obviously like googling is at my fingertips if i want to google something but i have recently because of what's going on in my life become obsessed with a couple of apps and i would go down this rabbit hole where every time i had a free moment i would be on that app instead of being in my life or even scrolling so it just It took over a new life of its own. So what I've done is I've deleted every single app from my phone besides I've kept Reddit because if I do need to like look something, I only use Reddit to look things up. I don't scroll Reddit. So I know it's not super bad for me. Yeah. But I've deleted everything I scroll on. So I deleted Facebook. I deleted Twitter because Twitter would, if I deleted just Facebook and Instagram. So you don't
1: have TikTok anymore.
0: I do have TikTok, but I don't use TikTok. Yeah. So like if I get on TikTok, it's always with a purpose. Like I never mindlessly get on TikTok to scroll. Yeah. So that's not a bad one for me. Okay.
1: Well, that's, good. that's
0: um, good. And so I'm just knowing my limits. So like I left YouTube, I left Reddit, I left my book app and that's pretty much it. And so I, uh, it's been really helpful because, so watching You've Got Mail they got on the, their computer when they got home to check their mail, to do their chatting, but they didn't they like lived their life outside of it. Yeah. I saw this video the other day online, and it was like seniors of 2009, like high school seniors of 2009. That's and it our, was just these class. it was. Yeah. So I watched it, and it was just this video of these kids leaving class, and like nobody had their phones out. They're talking to each other, like they're having conversations, b- versus you leave your class and you're like, okay, cool. Now I can check my phone.
1: Dude, that was the start of it because in 2009, I mean, the the most technologically advanced phone at that time was the um,
0: Blackberry.
1: Well, the Blackberry, but then there was also what's the flip one? The oh, controls. Sidekick. The Sidekick. Sidekick yeah. was badass, man. Yeah, um, but it
0: was texting. Like that's what it, had our.
1: It was it was the texting, and even then you're texting us words, like four or five words, because it was Tina until you got like the keyboard on things.
0: Mm-hmm. The um,
1: and they're really like, yeah. you had to pay for internet time, like until everything became free and it was free reign to just do whatever you wanted online. Mm-hmm. That's when it shifted. But yeah, man, that's, so where did you see that at just randomly online, just a video? Where, of yeah, that just was just like out. a random
0: thing and it was nostalgic and I'm really into nostalgic stuff right now. And so I saw that and I was like, okay, how can I live more like that? Then I saw we you've got mail and I was like, I want this life so badly where there's more human connection. There's le- like, I want to be able to go into my yard and garden or to do my laundry that I haven't done in four weeks because I don't have time, but I would have time if I wasn't just aimlessly scrolling on my phone or trying to gain Instagram followers, which as a business, yes, is important, but it's not a place for my life right now. Yeah. And so I'm just not, I can't, I can't social media right now. I can't. And I'm just going to get more of my life back and hobbies and like reading, like time to read, go sit in my porch, turn on the bistro lights as like the sun is coming down and read, it yeah, you know? makes
1: my heart feel happy,
0: but you can't do that when you're scrolling on your phone because no. you're, you're so mentally invigorated in that way. Dopamine hits are hitting you that it's you literal addiction, think-
1: literal mm-hmm. addiction. Um, I mean, there's like – do you remember – this wasn't that long ago. Maybe it was a year or two ago. There was a uh, Netflix documentary that came out that was like a parody. They were like following teenagers through the life of like cell phone addiction and social media addiction. Was it, it The was, Social Dilemma? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And that like – there was this big wave of like hyper-awareness and then we all went back to doing exactly what we do.
0: Yes, we and do. I just mean –
1: Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling.
0: And I'm sure I will, you know – Because I'm sure I won't be in this state forever, but I've even been in phases of my life. Like, I've always chased this, but in different ways. So, like, previously, I was focusing all of my energy on minimalism and, like, how can I have less things? Because I wanted to simplify. And I think that what I'm always looking for is, like, I just want some time back.
1: Yeah. I
0: feel like we can't get our time back until we reel back in this unrealistic expectation of what you like your life on social media and your life online when really you're not living a life when you're online, you're living your life offline. So it's like get offline.
1: So yesterday Sterling, he got in trouble for something. I can't remember, but we, we grounded him uh, from his switch his Nintendo switch. And um, I, I had a moment where he was sitting on the couch and he was like, really like kind of emotional, he wasn't crying, but he wasn't just mad about the switch. He was, like, sad that he got in trouble and did something wrong. Yeah. And so then I called him over and, like, just held him and he, like, was crying. But, like, more like weeping and I was just holding him. And I just looked at how big his body was and how much of, like, he spans, like, a good chunk of my body now When mm-hmm. we we're when he was laying on me and I was holding him. And then... I started crying because I'm like fuck man like he's growing up so much he's growing up so fast and I feel like all I do is I spend my time working to provide a life so that we can have a food over our head and we can have food in our stomachs and I'm like wanting to spend more time with him and Ellie and Lara but you're, there's this dilemma of having to provide and then when you're not providing you're trying to numb because you're so busy so you're scrolling and we're all like it's just a fucked up world we're just like trying to it's escapism like escape from the hardness of life, but we're missing out on like things like our children or, yeah. or your dogs or your pets or your loved ones. Like it's
0: Absolutely. sad. It makes Absolutely. me sad. Yeah. So if you think of what, what, like what were our parents' lives like when they were raising us, it was very different than the way that we are because of the technology that's in our lives. Like I remember as a child going in the backyard and playing all the time, like yeah, playing, constantly and I don't know that I super remember my parents really being around and actively engaging with me no
1: there was a lot of like individualism
0: yes and I'm not weird way I'm not I don't know that that's a bad thing like I have great childhood memories of like running around my backyard and pretending that my fort is a house and you playing with my brother and my parents were cooking you know dinner Dinner and or like my mom was pulling weeds like she didn't have there's this pressure right now too that you have to be exclusively engaged with your kids and while I think that that's great and I absolutely actually agree with a lot of it yeah. I do think that there is this almost hella and I'm saying this as not a parent but there's this like helicopterness where you feel like you can't be cooking dinner again I have no idea if this is accurate so you no, told me it's but-
1: accurate it's accurate I don't know that I could ever tell sterling hey go outside in the front yard like and just play like okay that's not the world that we live in anymore and i don't man the only way i would ever feel safe with that is like if we were on like five acres you know like it's weird it's a weird thing but i remember you're right like we talked about regrets the other day like maybe it was a yeah. patreon episode yeah i remember and i told you i remember being little little i mean whatever eight seven however old that is and being outside and us a- stopping and going what time is it oh, the new Rugrats is coming on. And we all ran inside and watched Rugrats. But we were outside. There was no adults outside. No, We were just same. playing in each other's yards and running in the street and kicking balls and climbing trees. And that's just not the time we live in anymore. And it's did, weird.
0: Did you tell me about the um, cafeteria?
1: Yes. Yeah, we, we this this was the Patreon episode where we talked about like, the school system and like basically how now um, and, and if there's teachers that are listening, correct us if we're wrong, but I have a friend who is a teacher. She's been a teacher for a long time. And she was saying that um, I don't know how we start. Oh, she is. She is going to be the new principal at a school at a private school that we're sending our kids to. And so we were just catching up with her and she said, oh, this is the lunchroom. It's and it's loud. It's always loud. But she was saying it like it was a pro. And I was like, yeah, lunchrooms are always loud. And she stopped and said, no, they're not. And I said, really? What do you mean? She said, lunchrooms haven't been loud for like five years. And especially with COVID, she said, over the last five years, like there has become this big movement within schools. And maybe it's different in your part of the country, but at least here in the Midwest in Wichita, Kansas, it was, she said that there's a big push to you. You sit down, you eat, you stay quiet, you don't talk, you don't get loud. Like it's a very siloed off thing. And then especially during COVID, obviously because of the restrictions and having to sit six feet apart and all sorts of stuff. and." And so, yeah, lunchrooms aren't loud anymore. They're not the chaos, especially in elementary school.
0: It's yeah, odd. Where there's almost this beauty in fostering chaos in a child. Like, and maybe chaos is not the right word, but it's like the imagination and the play and the individualism and the personality that is being stifled.
1: Their light this is what Lara would call it. Like, yeah. Lara says this all the time. She looks at Sterling. And she's so concerned. She says, I can just see his light diminishing. Um, and a lot of that sometimes has to do with the words that we choose to use as parents uh, you know we go to a store and we're embarrassed that they're running around and they're yelling and they're, obviously there's they're not like climbing on shelves but they're being loud and people look at you
0: shut the fuck up stop 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 it don't do like, that conform
1: yes conform on the line and that all of those like every time it just like stifles a child's light. it's interesting to see us be here because i feel like there's like you swing right. There's like always the overcorrecting. While our parents weren't ev- emotionally available, they were. I I don't know what would the pro be of our parents. They were.
0: I mean, very, they def- there
1: was good work ethic. Yes. Very good work ethic. There was very good uh, sense of like. I, don't I
0: would know. say living. I don't know how to describe that though. Like with them, they maybe we they didn't foster feelings, but. They definitely fostered activity, like
1: okay, like doing. They things. Were, they
0: were doing things with us, like we taking go
1: vacations. The, like there was the the normal, like, like, like go hey, we go camping, we do we... this, we do that. Taking maybe the, that time off, whereas for us, we've swung the other way and we work our asses off, but we're trying to be emotionally available. It it, it it's a pendulum; it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and so. It's interesting to, to, to for me to hi- hear us having this conversation. Uh, once again, realizing like, fuck. Every every week I get that notification that tells me my screen time. I have that feeling in the pit of my stomach. Like, you know, you add all that up over the life of a cell phone. I guarantee each of us would be sick realizing how many years. And I'm not exaggerating. Years of our life we've taken off, you know, over we've the last- We've spent
0: on our phone. Yeah. Since
1: the rise of, of smartphones in, you know, 2010, 2011. It yeah. Was.
0: One of my friends, she has started this um, health coach business, and I don't have it on Instagram, so I can't look it up. I want to say it's called Home H O M, and they've I'll been sharing up. reels. Um,
1: what's it called? H O M H O
0: M. We are H O M. Maybe say this and i'm like dang it now i can't find it she's been sharing reels
1: we Um, is it rebecca and jeremy yes
0: rebecca and jeremy we
1: are underscore h-o-m
0: there's a reel about like being barefoot and how it's there's something i don't even remember what it is exactly but it's like the energy of the ground on your feet it's like
1: healing to your body
0: Yes, and we're not we're not barefoot anymore. But I remember in the '90s we were barefoot all the time, and so are I'm trying feet, to be barefoot more. Are your
1: feet hard under, unlike on, on the bottoms? Mm-mm. So, Lara and I actually told her about this. We had a conversation about this when we were going to St. Louis, and uh, we I, we talked about running around barefoot. My feet used to be rock hard, like the bottoms, and they're not soft, but they're not hard. They've definitely lost their calluses, mm-hmm. but you know, she. I don't know how she was like, wait a minute. So I was like, Larry, think about like back when people lived in like the woods and stuff like that and outdoors, like they, maybe they had some sort of shoes, but they're walking around barefoot, like, and it's not going to hurt them if they step on a stick or twig or this or that or rock, like, you know, it might be a little uncomfortable, but it's normal that your, your body's going to adapt. But I've heard about that. Like, I think it's something like grounding to where you're supposed to spend like 10 minutes a day or barefoot on grass because it's really good for your body.
0: It's all of these little things that I feel like are all stifled. And I really do think a lot of it has to do with like social media, keeping up with the Joneses, like this entire idea that we must conform or, and with the barefoot thing, it's like, well, instead of being outside and being barefoot, we're inside on the couch, staring at our phone hunched over with this terrible posture when really why don't we let ourselves be bored and be with our brain a little bit and maybe that's where imagination comes back into play. It's like you have moments of boredom so then you're imaginative and you want to play a game and you want to connect with your spouse because you guys aren't filling your time up with social media. Because I also feel like that's a thing like that I struggle with with Justin. Like he's such a playful, has such a playful heart and I don't and I think a lot of it is I don't give my brain the space to imagine yeah you know
1: no i i do i do and i think about our kids we had this conversation on the patreon episode but like our kids help us well when we're aware of it like i can hear our kids outside like they're playing and they're doing whatever they're laughing they're giggling pretty soon someone's gonna get hurt and they're gonna cry like that that's how it goes but Mm -hmm. like if we try to like just go there with them and just be a kid and in that moment. And it's so hard because my mind, Lara's way better at this than I am. My mind goes to the bills that we have to pay and the work and all the Me problems yes. that I have to solve as the main financial contributor in our household. Like there's a burden that I'm carrying uh, and it sounds like that's the burden that you carry. And so I could use a little bit more lightning um, yes. and not getting so... Way down with the tolls of life. It was so great. This last uh, it would have been Sunday because we had a wedding Saturday. Um, we j- we just sat outside all day. We didn't go to church. We just stayed home. We sat outside. But we went and got Sonic drinks and hit up happy hour. We went to the park. We came home. We stayed yeah, outside. That sounds
0: like you lived in the nineties. Yeah, uh,
1: I laid in a hammock outside. Lara was laying. Like it was amazing. It was so. I took a nap. I took an hour and a half nap in the hammock. Um, woke up to the sunlight, like being through. It was, it was that great. reminds
0: me of being a child. Yeah, and, and that's beautiful. And we don't make space for that anymore no. because we fill it with the newest Netflix show. Which, oh my gosh, the new Stranger Things is coming, and I'm so excited. I love it. I know. We do. I love
1: it. I love all the shows. I'm so I love all the shows.
0: However, like shows There's are not balance, living. Right? Yeah.
1: So, so someone, um, Emily, not Emily, Katie, uh, who's going live with us for the first time. She said, social media is amazing in many ways, but some days I wish it never existed. I go back and forth with this topic and like saying, it's like, there are so many great things on social media. So many really funny things. Like I cannot, like I laugh so hard in the comment section. Like people are so wise yes. or not wise. They're so witty. And it's like,
0: yes, they how are. did you
1: think about that? Social media brings me so much joy. But it also, it's such a huge time waster. What is yeah. this in my beard?
0: <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> What's that? But it's like a- it is a time waster and it does bring joy and there should be a balance. I personally right now, I'm at a point where I don't have the ability to have that balance. And so I'm having to cut it. Yeah. And I know that won't be forever, but it has to be for right now. And fi- so finding that balance and or maybe like even allowing yourself to abide by the screen time rules that you set for yourself. I found myself, I had like a 15 minute, like I was going to allow myself to scroll for 15 minutes and I would ignore it every single time. Like never. And I wouldn't even ignore it for an hour. I'm like ignore for the day. And I did that every single day. So I don't have the willpower to allow for it to be a balance. So I, it just over ran my free time.
1: Yeah. The crazy thing is that I think if we could look back on our lives, like if we could get a glimpse at like, let's say that everyone believes in a higher power and you're, you know, you die and you stand in front of a higher power and you get a glimpse of your life at the end of your life. And you're able to look back and look at like all of the years that you missed because your head was down instead of looking up. I think that would be a game changer for a lot of people. That would be one of those significant like shocking internal moments that like trigger something in you as a human that goes like, I don't want that life. Like I want something to change. Like, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I I would hit ignore every single time to the time restrictions.
0: Yeah. And I mean, when you say like that you spend how much life you spend scrolling, it's just like, but what of a life is that? Like, it's not. You, are, you, is, are you actually living? Like you're having momentary hits of dopamine, momentary hits of joy, momentary hits. And so I don't think that there, I do think that there's a place for social media. One, I do. I do.
1: Yeah.
0: I just think it's impossible for me to allow myself the willpower to not get consumed by it. You know, it's
1: it's like it's like, I mean, you take any other addiction, like it's like alcohol, you know, being like an alcoholic, like, sure. Is there a place for alcohol? Absolutely. Can a lot of people enjoy a beer or two without, you know, going over the limit? And there's nothing wrong with that unless it consumes your life. Like there's nothing wrong with getting drunk Mm -hmm. unless it controls your life. But many of us are in this state where social media does control our life, Mm -hmm. where the addiction is there. Like when you are an alcoholic and you're reaching for a drink without, without, without even realizing you're reaching for a drink, there's a problem yes. when, you know, I constantly have my phone on me, and don't put it down, like, or have it in my pocket and it's just attached to me. That's a problem.
0: And even like you check it without a notification happening.
1: Yeah. And so I, uh, I think this was, I don't know how long ago this was. Remember I told you I turned off all my notifications. Yeah. I still, I have no notification sounds on still. Now day. I know
0: when I text you, I'm like, I don't know when he's going to respond to me, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's the and other thing that's great about the nineties. You didn't have to be available at all hours of the day for somebody to be able to get a hold of you.
1: No, no. Yeah. Like we've given people so much access to us and it's, it's too much sometimes. Um, but now when I hear a tone, a text tone, I, there is a response that my body has that it's, I get anxious. I get anxiety. Um, like a, just a brief, like, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize like that was the state I was always living in. I have no, no vibrations, nothing. You could make that change today and your life would forever be different. Yeah. I'm telling you, it, it would be amazing. I know that when I go to text you, I now see that it says Ashley has, the uh,
0: notification her notification silence.
1: silence. And it, it causes me to go, oh, should, is this worth even texting her? Like, and sometimes I don't. It's yeah. like, eh, it's not a big deal. Let's tell her next time.
0: Yeah, it's I because I have my mine. I'm on do not disturb 24 hours a day. Like I just don't want to be disturbed. Don't like. I don't know. I have. Have anyone that
1: interrupts it?
0: Yeah. Well, I have like Ashley is allowed through because like I'll have like the work focus, and if I'm in work focus, Ashley is allowed through. Justin's always allowed through, and my mom is always allowed through.
1: But you know how it says, like you, uh, so I could send a Notify message. Notify anyway. To, yes. Do you ever have anyone that's outside of those three people that crosses that boundary and does not it?
0: that I've ever noticed?
1: I think it's a big red halt to where people are like, I'm not going to cross this boundary. Like this person has for yeah. whatever reason established a boundary. I'm not going to cross it.
0: Yeah, but it is. It that is nice that there. Like if it's an emergency, that you can push it through.
1: Yeah. Agree. So it's okay. So you have this new mantra. Yes. Did you share it?
0: Live like you're in the ni- like live like you're in the nineties. That's what live I keep like telling myself. Live like
1: you're in the nineties. So you've taken actions to you've deleted all social media from your phone. What else have you done to live that's, like you're
0: in? the That's 90s? the biggest thing.
1: That's like, the biggest thing. I mean, because well, you had told is... me something about a on, a on a Patreon episode, just this last one that we recorded that you're doing as well.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So this doesn't have to do with living within the nineties, but I think it's great. Oh no, I think it is. You know, Uh, going out and having
1: experiences is very nineties.
0: Yeah, because you didn't you don't now we have social media that distracts us, TVs that distract us, like all of these things. But it is to try something new. And so if you look at the happiest people that you know, they're most likely all trying something new. And maybe that's a new restaurant. Maybe that's a new sport. Maybe that's they're going to a new state. They're going to a new park. They're going to a new show. They go to a new movie. They're experiencing new things.
1: They're out all
0: the time. Yes, experiencing and living. And I find myself doing the total opposite and being in my complete and utter routine and only leaving to go to the grocery store, which is very mundane and takes a very long time. And then I have to come home and I have to unload and I have all the things. So that's another thing that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do new things. I normally give myself a guilt trip for it because I don't have time. But I'm doing it anyways. And last weekend, I went to go see a musical at a little theater in town and it was amazing. amazing and i think i did something else new that i can't think of at the moment but it's been great i highly suggest taking a little bit of something from this and you don't have to go as extreme and try to live as much in the 90s that makes sense for you however maybe take a little bit your kids are having a blast. They're they living like having they're in the 90s. I'm,
1: he- I'm hearing some, like, falling and, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, <laughs> Sterling will just throw his body. Like, I'll have to record it one day and send it to you. Like, he will literally, like, hurl his body and just fall on the floor. It's insane. Fans, um, man. We've been going to the park a lot. And uh, we've That's specifically awesome. been going to Riverside Park a lot. Riverside's got a great park.
0: Riverside um, is the best park.
1: And, and there's always kids there. Always. Mm-hmm. And so we've just been letting things happen like letting our kids freely climb on everything like Ellie climbed Ellie was doing monkey bars she can do monkey bars on her own uh, which and is you crazy. weren't t- you five, were trying not time. to
0: helicopter parent the
1: first time we were kind of beside her to just make sure because statistically the number one place where people break the most bones is on monkey bars yeah and a helicopter parent would know that <laughs> um but then we went back the next day and she knew we knew she could do it and we just sat off and If she gets hurt.
0: She gets hurt. She
1: gets hurt. You know, even so much so to like where, like I'm hoping, this sounds bad, but like Sterling's probably going to get picked on at some point. Like there's going to be a little dick kid and that's fine. you can be a dick. There's little things like that that are valuable. Like experiencing, like even so much so to where, like we want him to experience negative emotions. Well, actually, I don't know if Lara wants that. Mm -hmm. I I want that. Um, We had a conversation about how entitled our kids are uh and a lot of that was stemmed from i grew up not i mean i was, yeah we grew up poor like we didn't have a lot like we didn't get toys all the time we didn't have experiences all the time but when we did man it was special uh, it meant a lot like when we would go to the movies or like we'd go out to eat like on a sunday like that was very special when those things happened and we we appreciated them a lot and our kids don't like they're freaking rotten but mm. it comes from a place of I didn't have that and I want them to have that. And we can give that to them. And now they expect it. Uh And it's like, dad, come man. You like overcorrect. You know, you try to help with one yeah, thing. Yeah. Pendulum it does swings else. one way. Yeah, it does. And so right now we've been, we've been talking a lot about like, like their birthday's coming up. It's so crazy kids. And I did this Christmas will happen. They'll get all these gifts. They'll open one gift right after another. They go, Oh, cool. And then they go to the next one and they'll open like, we've gone to a three gift Christmas limit to where we don't give them any more than three gifts. Um, And I actually think we're going to cut down to one gift this year because it still happens to where they unwrap everything and then they go, that's it. And it's like, yeah, that's it. Like, come on, man, be freaking appreciative. Um, But basically gifting them experiences, at least for their birthdays coming up this this June and throwing them, oh, party I like, they can, that. like go out and have a a, a fun party. So they're going to do that. And they're real excited about that. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to the tea room here in Wichita. Uh, it's like in Clifton Collective. It's a really cute spot if you like hot teas uh, and and cold teas. Um, but it's all loose leaf. It's really, really cool. It's in Clifton Square. Um. Anyways, Ellie's going to have a birthday party at that tea room. Sterling, I think he wants to do like, I can't remember what he said. It was like bumper cars in a movie or something like that or, or go karts or something. So yeah, we're we're, we're trying to bring and do you, yeah, like kids had birthday parties. Mm-hmm. I don't know if kids still have birthday parties. I'm sure. They I,
0: do. I don't know if kids have them. I don't know. I don't know if they're still the same that they were when we were kids, but everybody had birthday parties and mine were all pool parties. They were so fun.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: But anyways,
1: I want to, I want to get, let's see. I'm trying to think. I think it helps too with the seasons changing. Like there is something about being inside and being cold and zoning out more. I think yeah. even as a, even in our ancestral, like our uh, primal days, like winter was a time where you were in shelter indoors and getting fat, and storing food for the wind, like, you know, but it's getting to that season now to where everyone's gonna be outside. And I love going outside and this being outside. Um, this conversation is definitely motivating me to experience life and reminding myself that that is a desire that I have. Yeah. And. I want to, you know, hang out with friends. You know, we're I don't know if we're in a post COVID world, but we're definitely in a post heavy restriction world of COVID. Yeah. And people are are starting to be more comfortable getting together and you know, we want to have people over, do have cookouts and grill outs and sit around fires again. Like all that stuff is really good. Any any time mm-hmm. you, you can be away from a screen.
0: Yeah, I think if at the very least, like you don't have to delete things, but maybe set a limit and have your partner do the password. And then if you need to use it, then you have to ask them to unlock it and they can give you, you know, 15 more minutes and like figure out what your boundaries are. Share them with them and help them help you. Try to like battle beat that addiction and whatever your limit is. Maybe your limit's half an hour a day I allow on social media or an hour, whatever. But yeah, I think and truly, this ourselves... can be
1: like we've been talking a lot about social media and screen time and stuff. But this can apply to any area of your life. Like if if you are if there's anything in your life that is causing you to not be able to experience the joys of life, whether that's a toxic relationship, uh, a a overly demanding job that is literally you feel like you're in hell every day Um, i get it people have different reasons and financial obligations to work sometimes you have to stay in a job but you know it's also okay to seek other opportunities um outside of where you're employed if it's going to mean it's going to better your life like i know that you and i in our businesses have made significant moves especially you guys to take less weddings so that you will have a better quality of life yes. so that you will not you spend your life working away. But the yes. crazy thing is, is that with that free time, it's so easy to fill it with more work.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I hope I want to experience life more. I have not in many years. So I hope that this inspires all of you. I mean, Chris, you're a little inspired. I'm feeling inspired.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling... Expired, inspired,
0: I hope uh, and hopeful.
1: Sorry. And like, know that this message translates to wedding planning as well. If you are being consumed with wedding planning and your thoughts are, are all consuming and you can't turn it off, like, it's probably a good sign that there needs to be some boundaries in place, some boundaries that you set. Um, boundaries help you from not feeling a certain way. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, burnt out, sad, you can you can set some boundaries in place that will help you not feel those ways.
0: Yeah, and I mean stand up for yourself. Like be your own advocate. You know, you know when your mind is getting too consumed with comparing your wedding plans to someone else's wedding plans or what so and so posted and did at their wedding last weekend and you're like, "Now I want to redo what I want to do." Like, know and advocate for yourself. Like, this is not a healthy place for me to be in as much as it is a mental roller coaster, which helps us feel good because it releases dopamine sometimes. But also, you know, it's a roller coaster, so it's not always that high. But, yeah, know that set limits for yourself and know that you're doing those limits for the betterment of your life. You know, what is that like? Pleasure, long term pleasure. Short-term pleasure, long-term Long- pain. I don't remember, but yeah, I
1: don't remember. Oh wait, uh, short-term pain, long-term pleasure. Is that what it is? Something like that.
0: I'm thinking like social media feeds like a short-term. It's a short-term pleasure. It's not like a
1: yeah. Term. Oh yeah. Do you know it's, what yeah. I mean? No, I do. I do. Yeah. So cut it's the a...
0: short-term pleasure so that you can go have some actual fulfillment.
1: We would all we would all benefit from more outdoor vitamin D oh, uh, in our lives. We are wear so your sun- Wear your sunscreen. Uh, do that. Larry's always preaching to me about that, especially with my bald head. Oh um, my gosh, yeah. But other than so that, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have anything else. Me, either. hopefully this episode wasn't super heavy. I love how we got started off talking about the '90s. That was really that made me really really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's you realized like, from yeah, we've come we've come so far from that time. And Maybe it wasn't we could all that do... freaking long ago, guys. I know it feels like a lifetime ago, but it really wasn't.
0: Mm-mm. We
1: can all do from some for some simple times. So here's your homework: find a way that you can add some joy and happiness into your life.
0: Experience is there anything, new things.
1: Is there anything that in any area of your life where you feel like a boundary is being crossed? If there is, set a boundary. All for the purpose of enjoying your life, because this life is wonderful. It is beautiful. Yes, there's a lot of bad, man. There's a hell of a lot of good too. Like there's so much good. There's so much fun. There's nothing like sitting outside you know, downtown at a brewery on a summer night, drinking some beers with your friends. Like that's the human experience. And the human experience is beautiful. Unless it, we're just living in the digital experience. That's yeah. that's okay too, but like you need a lot of human experience. So get, get some of that.
0: Yep, that's it.
1: That's it guys. We have some fun episodes coming up uh, that we're gonna be, that we're planning and in a, uh, that, good God, I can't talk.
0: <laughs> we have some fun <laughs>
1: episodes planned that are in the works. We got a bridal breakdown, a wedding breakdown that will be happening within the next month or so, uh, next month and a half. We have a guys episode that's finally gonna be coming. We're gonna do that, just a groom's episode. Um, we are gonna be interviewing a it's makeup artist, right? Mm-hmm. Makeup artist. like we got some good things in the works and the pipelines. We're super excited to hit the milestone of 100 episodes. And uh, I don't know if we'll make another 100, but we're excited for however many we make. And this ride that we have in this journey, that we've all been on with you guys. You guys are amazing. And uh, we love hearing from you.
0: We do. Thank you guys so much for being along the ride this entire time. If you're new, if you've been around since episode one, we're happy to have you. And we hope that you stay on this truck. This is yes. a truck. Oh,
1: we did some clapping. Got some sound effects. Okay. Sound effects. You can stop.
0: Anyways, guys.
1: <laughs> You know, all the links are in the show notes. Go check those out. Private Facebook group, all of that stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Go hang out with us. Live your life. We'll talk to you guys real soon. See you later. Bye. Okay. Hey, thanks guys for for hanging out and chatting with us in the feed. We had Emily hanging out. We had Nola hanging out. We had Katie. and, uh, And that was good. I'm sure other people. If you catch this feed after it's been released don't hesitate to comment we we love that so facebook land have a great day
0: see you later